on IG. You need to search him up. This guy's taking over the Kitsap County. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So here we go. We <laughs> All right, so this guy, man, I've known him and seen him for over five years of just progression. It's it's uh, He was the first person that probably inspired me to actually like go all in, gas pedal down, and never lift up. And and that's how I started all this, every project and everything. So this guy, he, he caught it early. He caught the ghost early, mm -hmm. meaning understanding awareness and, and what he's capable of doing, what he's capable of pushing through. And he passes that on to his brothers and homies, FSP, shout out. Shout those out are my the brother. bros. My yep. brothers right there. And, uh, you know, those guys actually saved my brother too. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a lot of moments, so I mean, this without no, there's nothing I could say that you know the respect that I have for you, brother. So Thank it's, you, bro. it is Adam right here. Likewise, likewise, yes, sir. brother. Likewise. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sure a lot of uh, art heads or even tattooists out there um, are wondering like where it all started, man. Like, yeah, where was it? Was it? Uh, you were doing something and then you gave up on it and then found it or was it something that just happened just happened that's the number one question people ask me right too. like how did this start how'd you how'd you start tattooing it's like dude i was just born to tattoo mm. it's kind of corny if you don't really know but once you know it's like man that's just how it is i think ever since i was my mom said when i was like two years old i'd grab the pen she'd hand me the pen like this and then i'd inch my little fingers down and draw like a regular ass mm -hmm adult and then mm -hmm. from there dude it just it was it was meant to be not exactly tattooing like maybe my filipino side is like oh he's going to be architect <laughs> you know some crazy ass shit like that but in my mind i was like, i want to be a fucking tattoo artist for sure you know uh and it wasn't until like fifth or sixth grade where uh i started noticing that that's the best thing for me because i would draw shit for people uh like for binders and stuff yeah binders and oh. notebooks i would draw shit and everyone's like oh my god like you could fucking yeah. draw every time an art project came up people didn't know how to do it they come to me that's great. So, and my style was like it was always a street style. I always mm. did graffiti, mm. uh, clouds and 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 birds and crazy shit and airplanes and shit. So that kind of just translated perfectly into the tattoo world, especially the graffiti. Um, and then, man, I just from there in, in my mental, I knew, I just knew. That's crazy, that man. People, my mom knew even more. She's the one that was like, because mm -hmm. to me it was just a thought. And then to my mom, like we said before, we talked about this before. Right. My mom is actually the one that got me. A tattoo kit at what age uh 15 and my mom and my stepdad wild. yeah for my birthday and i said it before we we did a interview before this two years ago and a lot has changed oh yeah oh bro a yeah. lot has changed all for types you. of places a lot has changed for you and mm -hmm. um that's super awesome for a mom to be aware of a kid's potential and really investing into it especially under 18 getting a Needle, yeah, tattoo gun. That's like against the grain on all <laughs> yeah. sectors. <laughs> she saw it, man. She saw something, and honestly, you came a long way, and you're doing something with it. She fucking tapped into your natural talent, yeah, and and, and flourished you or or um, nurtured you in it. It's funny too, cause my mom and my stepdad didn't like it. Like they didn't mm. like the idea, but they knew that yeah. it was the seed, you know? Because mm -hmm. as soon as I got the fucking little-ass tattoo machine, right. dude, I was tattooing myself right. that same night. The, the week later, I was tattooing my friends, you know, on the, on the low. And then was the mom, pain, how was the pain tolerance for you doing it on yourself? Was that hard? or? Yeah, it hurt. Even now, Jesus. if I try to tattoo myself now, it's like, imagine you're drawing on a piece of paper. 
and someone's just fucking with you. Right. And you can't do anything about it because you started it. Now you at can't. At fifteen. You know? Yeah, at fifteen. I don't tattoo. Where was where was though. where's the ta- where? It's on my foot. Oh, okay. I'm never gonna get rid of it. Right. We can't yeah. show that on Twitch. That's yeah. TOS. But yeah. Uh, was I'm it good? I'm fucking cooked. No, it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked. It sucked, bro. But it's the it's the OG thing. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No <laughs> I just wanted to know. I just wanted to know. And um, man, I'll show you. Okay, let's go. You want to show you right yeah. now? Is yeah. it cool? Yeah. Fuck it. It's it looks like fuck it. It's funny because it looks like it says something else than other than what else it says. Sorry, guys. I don't think you can see this. It's all good. But it says uh, pride, like Filipino pride. Yeah, yeah. And I tried to do tribal around it. Mm. And that's fucking gnarly. You're tribal now compared to that. <laughs> My God, shit's <laughs> crazy, bro. That's on uh, Microsoft Paint. I know, dude. <laughs> Man, that shit hurt too. I bet. I had to go over it like five different times over the span of the year. Jesus. Because <laughs> it just. I was not happy with it, but now I am. Mm. Cause that's just like my, that's like my, my story right there. For sure. And looking down at that, I'm like, damn. So did you ever mess with dummy, dummy skin? Yeah. Okay. But I never at liked that age? it. Yeah, I never liked it because I didn't know mm-hmm. how to do it. So then the friends came through. Mm-hmm. How long did it take till friends like found out? Immediately. Immediately. As soon as I said I had a tattoo machine, and they're like, dude, Adam's dope at drawing. For sure. On paper. What, what, year, what year was that? What year was? It? Year was 2012. 2012. That's okay. the year my dad passed away. Okay. And that's pretty much what RIP. What, what what fueled this whole fucking thing mm-hmm. was just the that feeling of sadness. Okay. It just fucking funneled my my drive to do this. And, and did the, the tattoo kind of uh, take away that pain for you to not focus on it so much? That, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like well, honestly, kind of... it didn't take it away. It became a part of it. Okay. Like it all became a part of each other. It wasn't like oh like. Like, trust me, there's times where, like, I try to forget about it because mm-hmm. it hurts. Right. But at the end of the day, all of this shit matters. The mm-hmm. pain, the fucking, the good shit, the bad shit. So mm-hmm. I kind of, I, I knew, like, I knew what was going on in my life. I knew that sadness was going to be a thing if your fucking father passes away. Right. So I knew better than to uh, completely, like, block out the pain. So I kind of just let everything just sulk, you know? For sure. I let everything happen. Mm-hmm. And it was hard, but... To accept that. Yeah. That's just yeah, how just it hard. is. Yeah, yeah, but I never really blocked out the pain. Okay. It might have seemed like it, because there's a, there a long point in my life when I was younger where I didn't uh, I didn't feel anything. Mm. But, like, it's not because I was trying to. It's just because I literally didn't feel anything. Like, it just hurt so bad that I was like, oh, fuck. But it just made you numb? Mm-hmm. Damn. Yep. yep. And did, did, you, did your bros feel that? That there, every, uh How was that? Yeah. Tell me about that. Mm. Did your, how was your friend? Well, at that time, the whole group that I'm in now, mm-hmm. we all knew each other, but right. it wasn't this tight as oh, it is now. Oh, okay. So that's where that shit all started. That must have sucked that, even more then, because you didn't no, really have well, anybody the thing to is, express it? is that I grew my friendships from that. Okay. So, like, even though that, like, my dad passing away, it sucked, but honestly, I think it was the greatest lesson my father has ever taught me. That's incredible. It's like my life changed at a young age, at 15 years old, because my dad was everything to me, you know? I carry my dad. Like, mm-hmm. when I walk out, like, you know, I no matter what it is, rain, sleet, snow, my dad is with me. That's tight. So when my dad passed away, I don't know, dude. It just, it hurt, and, like, the friendships that I had just grew. Like, I feel like I've been blessed with my father, and him passing away was a blessing somehow in disguise. It just made everything means so much more I feel like you know what I'm saying the way I'm taking that is like alright son 
it's you're on it's your own. Your, yeah. Yeah. You got to go find that. Yep. That that's, piece. That's exactly what Woo! what happened. You know what I'm saying? And I could hear him because I still go through shit right now. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Everyone, I wish I wish my dad was here so I could talk to him. Yep. Type of yep. Situations. Yep. Every day, you know, it's something new or every you know every you know every now and then something falls in your fucking lap and you're just like fuck. Yeah. Like, fuck this shit sucks. Yeah. But I I have the blessing of listening to what my dad told me before he passed away. Like, mm. look, son. You're gonna have to pick your fucking balls up one day, oh. and you're just gonna have to do it. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, no, you I can't mean, be a fucking bitch. Just get up and fucking do it. How much real can that get? Yep. Because that's literally anyone creative or chasing something has definitely felt that tolerance in their own way. Yep. Maybe not in the same way lined up, but in their own world, it's like the same pain. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Um. Yeah, because there there are days where I've even almost quit on doing mm-hmm. what I wanted to do because it fucking sucked because yep. I couldn't talk to anybody. And it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> Life is hard, dude. Uh-huh. Life is fucking hard. It's fucking wild. So I remember uh, you did a tap for my little brother, Gio, Gio, in your garage. Which one? The forum uh, the one? one? Yeah. With the fucking island? Was it at the... Were you at the studio at that time? No, no, no. You were in your garage. My grandma's garage. Base, right? Yep. 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 Not, I'm talking about even before that. You were in some shed that had an upper Oh, yeah, ceiling. yeah. That's where it all started at. Yeah. Really? That, yeah. I was there at the... That's time. I didn't even know that. I thought you'd been doing it. Yeah, no, that's where... Well, so in the shed was above my stepdad's garage, right? Mm, yeah. Essential Valley. Yep. Central yep. Valley house. Well, that's when... I lived there when... That's my, when I first mom, met you. Yeah, yeah. That, mm-hmm. I, that's when uh, my mom got me the tattoo kit. I, I lived there at the time. So no I, way. And that little shed is where I started tattooing. You're blowing my mind. I'm old, chat. <laughs> I thought you knew, bro. I swear you've been no, there before. I thought you've been doing it for at least two years to be doing that up there by yourself like that. Nah, that's where it all started. That's fucking wild. Just immediately, as soon as I got the tattoo, I feel honored. I went upstairs. <laughs> I'm honored. I'm honored. That's so tight. I forgot who you were tatting up at that time, but oh, Ryan, yeah, Ryan Magbanua. Yeah, it was because mm-hmm. you wanted to go. Um, check it out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, went I don't think Gio job. got tattooed though back not, then. Not that day. No. Not that day. No. He waited. He was smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he waited till I got good. For sure. Hell yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Speaking of that and, you know, quality, mm-hmm. how old were you when it clicked that you started doing way better? Um, way more crisp lines, you know what I mean? Like, um, while I was tattooing already? Yeah. Like, what, uh, can you reiterate that question? So, like, obviously, you have to build confidence. Mm-hmm. When was that confidence? Like, when did it just... Yeah, it made sense. Uh, hmm, honestly, like, just not too long ago. Like, this year. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. This year, or last year, Well, maybe. I mean, this year, you popped off hard bro the wave that you caught is that's when that's fucking crazy that's the confidence that was from oh, the confidence damn that's all that shit everything that i've built up and I, i'm i popped off yeah but i you know that's just the beginning of right what happens in life yeah i heard him earlier when you, when you do shit he got bigger plans bigger plans yes, always man not right now like you won't see some crazy shit pop mm. off in the next couple of years but like down the road when my kids are older and i can actually do shit right dude i got some shit saved up like, Are you gonna spill some tonight? Man, it's just plans, man. Yeah. Like I got plans. I got so many plans, bro. And it's not even like money plans. It's not about getting this, getting that, mm. starting a business. It's just about my life, bro. And just 
taking me and my family somewhere that we could just flourish, like thrive. That's tight. You know? Um, and I just, man, it's it's exciting. It, it, you see a clear path already, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you see it yeah, in my eyes. exactly. <laughs> I see it. Yeah. I feel it. Yeah, bro. That's awesome, dude. Um, so... In, in terms of investing in your craft, man, mm-hmm. um, I guess I'll give you an example of me uh, was when I was doing my last. Oh, it froze. Okay, hold on. Pause. Oh, Pause. we got a technical difficulty. Um, I'm so I'm I'm high as fuck. <laughs> I don't really dab that much. It's all good. You're on a good <laughs> level, though. Oh yeah, it sure. is. It is, man. Damn, I drank this much already. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, yeah, no, 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 that's why I brought it. I've never been in a podcast before, so it is. Oh it, shit, I'm nervous a little bit, but it's like a good nervous. It's See, like, I'm here. I was at your start. Now you're at my start. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right, dude. Yeah, but um, the the uh, investing in your craft, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, my example is, I was it was this last summer drop, and you know I was tired on money, but. I was always hesitant on buying what I wanted, and then it clicked. It was like, you know what? Fuck that. I should invest that money into my craft, and it was a no-brainer, and it's been a no-brainer to spend money on my craft mm-hmm. now to First. this day. When did that happen? It probably happened early, because at your second location, you had a nice-ass mm-hmm. table, yeah. a better uh, um, pen or yeah, whatever. Machine, yep. machine yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. You're good. Um, no, dude. That happened imme- that also happened immediately. Like the, just, uh, fifteen years old. Yeah. Investing in my oh, craft dude. just happened. Dude, everything I didn't happened. Catch that. It's just like I always was trying to find something better all the time. Every week. I was like, oh, I need a better machine. This one just crapped out on me. Mm. I had like ten machines lined up, like, okay, these all suck. Because they at that time I didn't know that you had to get a machine. Like the, I was using mm-hmm. coil machines. Coil machines right. is the loud ass yeah, ones. Yeah. The old school ones. Yep. I was using the ones from eBay. And those are not that good. They're made in China. You know, they're thin framed. They're all stupid. But it took me a long time to realize where to invest my money. So I've actually wasted a lot of money. <laughs> that's part of the that's part of the journey. Yep, exactly. Yep. Dude. I've wasted a lot of money on bullshit because I didn't know what I was doing. Mm. Hence, you know, I'm 15 years old. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Right. You know, and it was like that for a few years. Felt, probably felt amazing, right? No. It was just always like. I tried my best to be frugal with my money. Uh-huh. Like I always try to save money, mm. but I just can't. <laughs> uh, like I feel that now I can, but back then right. I just couldn't fucking save money because I'm like, okay, I gotta buy. Now this. you have to. I have to now. Yes. There's well, good thing I am where I am. Yeah. But back then it was like so all the money I was getting was either on myself, like buying weed, mm-hmm. and then investing back in my craft, right? Like trying to find the next best thing because I was only making like twenty five, mm. thirty, forty dollars a the day that I tattooed and I only tattooed a few days out of the week right so but that's a lot for a 15 year old you right. know that's, that was the shit that's ahead of the f- any kind of game I feel at 15 you know, slow is better than no yeah and so it took me a while to keep on investing I had to save up money while I'm spending the money that I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be saving on weed you know and then um yeah dude that's it sure <laughs> now um did you have any friends that started taking advantage Mm-hmm. Or, or did you always make sure they understand what what you're trying to do? I always made sure. Honestly, this is mm-hmm. this is different for a tattoo artist, but I always made sure my friends are happy. 
Mm. I'm so glad to put my friends, like my art on my friends and not charge okay. anything. My friends though. Mm-hmm. Right, like right, right. y'all know who you are. You know, you guys know who you are. Mm-hmm. And I was, I would never hassle them about, oh, you know, you got to pay me bro. for sure. Like I never, ever did that because that was when I needed that work to be out there. I needed people right. to see that, that was shit. your um, portfolio my, my portfolio, yeah. It was my walking billboard. Nobody had fucking, that's, that's no, nobody had money. You know, shit, I barely even had money. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, uh, shit, even though I sucked, it was still kind of like, I need to do this. I need mm-hmm. to practice. It's like, I need to practice. You know, I didn't want to draw on paper. I wanted to draw on people. For sure. So I was always like, yeah, who wants a tattoo? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I still do that to this day. Like, you guys know the giveaway I did? Right. That was out of me wanting to fucking tattoo. Like, I don't get enough. Right. Like, y'all motherfuckers need right. to come in here. And even now, man, I still have friends that come in and like, they're like, yeah, I want a tattoo. I'm like, don't even worry about it, dog. It's on the fucking house. Oh yeah, that's lit. It's on the house, but yeah. don't fucking don't <laughs> don't think that you guys are my friends now. All right, I'm dead. <laughs> you guys know who you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know my friends know who they are. Mm-hmm. You know one thing that I could say was super fascinating about you from the start was your professionalism mm-hmm. in the utilities that you. It, Saw, saw out and searched on your own you know the little paint containers individually having them individually like wrapped or packaged together like this is a set that i'm gonna use on one person this is another set i'm gonna use mm, you just know what i mean up, like, just yeah, like the little shit you had extra shit which was super impressive and super clean the way you set it up you'd wipe the counter down saran wrap at do 15 the little spray. yeah 16, dude, dude yeah. yeah it was fucking yeah, crazy yeah. bro yeah because um was did that start off from the bat? Uh, yeah, or, or did I'll, it take time for you to like put a bucket list together of how I proceed with bloodborne pathogen, like the because right. that's you have to know that shit mm. when you tattoo. Uh, now it's just like a second nature, you know. Every tattoo artist wraps their shit up has always backup of everything mm. all the time. But back then, uh, I had the same mindset I do now. Like this shit needs to be clean. Like if I'm tattooing yeah. people, this shit has to be clean. Um, and I've always just been like that when it comes to tattooing. Like, like, like I said, man. Like we're both talking about it's an investment mm-hmm. of supplies and the knowledge on how to make a clean tattoo, fun tattoo, right? Simple setup, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's just how it was, second nature. Mm-hmm. For sure, pretty much. So I've definitely got a couple tattoos on me that you've looked at. Mm-hmm. They need some love. Yeah. Someday. Someday. Yeah, yeah Someday dude. Soon. I'll do it. You know I will. For sure. Hell yeah, bro. I'll fucking... But, um... Need some, need, needs to be darkened. That's pretty much it. Because it's a good... It's, for it's sure. nice. Yeah. You know? It just needs to be dark. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Well, when I got this and then this, or saw you do other people's tat, it was... You had the best experience that you, like... Like even from a standpoint, I wasn't even getting the tattoo. Com- compared to happen. other artists, you've yeah, seen mm. it's like super careful, super caring. Like you, you ask, you doing all right? Do we need to, you know? Yeah. Do we need to stop? Like, yep. let me know. Because I remember when I was getting this, I lifted up my palm, and it was like drenched in the pun. I was like, yeah, I need a break. Yeah. It's, like, it's all good, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's all bro. good, Larry. However yeah. many breaks you yeah, want, man. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, and you tattooed a lot of my family. Mm-hmm. In general, everybody. Yep. I think besides I think. my mom. But yeah, yeah, and, you're, she and doesn't you're, even have one at all. Yep. But, I think. Yeah, I tattooed everybody. Yeah. All the people in our age. Yep. Our age group. 
and you, it, it just shows that you, you care a lot and you do obviously it's probably recommended to tell them what they have to do for the week and stuff but the way you go about it and word it and the tone that you use is super on point like talking to customers yeah bro, oh, yeah. super respective mm-hmm. you know and I know if a, cu- a customer comes off crooked, you'll, 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 yeah. you'll be like, yeah, let's go outside real quick. Yeah, I'll flip the switch. But no, we're not, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not asking to go outside. Sure. We're going outside. <laughs> we're going outside, all right? Damn. So how was that transition? Or before I ask that, was it hard to find yourself a, a studio? Yes. Um, it how how very long did it take hard. you? How many places did you hit up? Like, take me through that, man, because the... I remember you telling me that in your second place that the next place is a booth. And you've been searching. You said you've been looking. You've been just fucking. So when I turned 18, I, li- I was in Vegas. Okay. I lived in Vegas with Kane. Oh, shout dope. Out, shout out to Kane and Jade and yes, everybody. Sir. That's family right there. Yes, they, helped, they helped me a lot through my journey. Dope. Um, at, that, at that sector of in my life. Way. Uh, they just were there for me. You know, they let me live with them. You know, they let me fucking do whatever I wanted to do in their under their roof. You know, mm-hmm. paying low rent, That's just awesome. just uh, just being around family. Yes, sir. Is what it really was. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I started apprenticing at Seven O Two Tattoo in Las Vegas under okay. under Jesse James. And I that was probably like the fifth or sixth spot I hit up out there because I went to multiple shops. I even went to uh, I think it's Sacred. Mm. Um. Sacred Tattoo, they're Polynesian. Dope. And I wanted to apprentice under Dennis Matafa. He's a fucking dope-ass artist, man. And uh, he was the only one in the, in the area that I knew mm-hmm. at that point that did those tattoos. So I hit him up and, you know, just, I never even got to talk to him. I, I only talked to a friend desk lady and they're like, nah. You know, Damn, we're not, we're not taking like We're not taking apprentices. Any, any Anywhere I went, you know, they were like, you know, they liked my work when they looked at my drawings, and then at, when they flipped to the back of the book, it's it was pictures of all the tattoos I've done. And they're like, "Where'd you do these?" I was like, "At my house." And they're like, "You're a scratcher." Like, Damn. you know, we don't like that. How'd like, that we, feel? I knew, I knew it was oh, gonna be like that. Fuck. I was like, okay, maybe I should take these pictures out. Mm-hmm. You know, so I just put in my drawings at the Seven O Two Tattoo Shop, and then of course, they're like, "Yeah, we like your work." You're, we not 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 many people do Polynesian around here, so mm-hmm. you know, we probably need that knowledge and. Uh, I knew a lot still yeah. about it. Not a lot, a lot, but I knew to at that point I knew how to make it look good. Mm-hmm. But there's so much more to Polynesian than that, and now it's different. But I started working there or starting apprenticing there, and then uh, I only apprenticed there for like three months, okay. and then uh, a situation happened. I ended up coming out here, mm-hmm. and then uh, I tattooed at my house again for a little bit. Was that when you're at Grandma? Mm-hmm. That's okay. when I was at Grandma Suki's, and then uh. I hit up a few, or actually, I was tattooing out my garage, and a few shops hit me up. How? Just word of mouth? Just word of mouth, Facebook. So, uh, Bremerton's Finest hit me up at one point, was like, uh, with the owner, Joe, he was like, yo, man, you, you want a tattoo here? I was like, well, I travel a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm always back and forth from California. He's like, well, you, we need you to stay here. I was like, well, nope. <laughs> like, right, I'm right. not going to fucking work yeah. there then, yeah. you know? And then, uh, and then Triple Crown, that, that was the next shop, and my uncle knew the owner. Uh, my uncle, Even Mr. Better. Yeah, Mr. Mouthpiece. He made grills. You know, all that's the old tight. heads probably know Mr. Mouthpiece. <laughs> but that's my uncle right there. That's my step uncle. And then he knew the owner of a uh, of a uh, Triple Crown. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when I started working at Triple Crown. It's my second shop I ever worked at. So I I caught you with the interview, uh, right before then, that all happened. You getting in the booth. Yep, yep. Because yeah. that's right after I tattooed Geo, I think. Was right? that the forum one? Yep. Yeah. Yep. 
Because I only did two on him. Mm-hmm. I did that forearm one and then the other forearm. Probably going to be the only one that's going to touch his body from now on. Yeah. To be honest. Yep. Yep. Same with me. It's probably same with the whole family. Yeah, dude. <laughs> to be I'll honest. I'll fucking touch you guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, um, when you reached that goal of being in an official establishment, uh, did everything change from there? Uh, yes. Did, yes. did it get strictly holy fuck? I'm up all night. Like, no? No. Okay. No. Dude, it was it was such a because you've already been doing it it's such a it was i've been doing it and like since like dude i'm not i'm i'm a heavy hitter when it comes to this shit like Mm -hmm. you know i don't stop Mm -hmm. when it comes to tattooing bro like you know how it is like i don't i don't have a boundary i don't have a limit right i'm gonna go somewhere that no matter where i go i'm gonna exceed the standard Mm -hmm. you know i'm saying like my work might not be the best work in the world Mm -hmm. but my mindset when it comes to this shit is out of the world so when I, no matter what shop I go to, and including that shop I went there, they all looked at me like this motherfucker doesn't stop. That's like, this tight, motherfucker, dude. we didn't have to tell him nothing because he just keeps fucking tattooing. That's the Filipino. That's the Filipino. <laughs> yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So there was nothing, bro. It was literally. It, it was such an excitement, though. It, it changed everything. Like all the good things. Financials changed. My schedule changed. Wow. My clientele changed. I built this. What I have now. Exactly. Dude, that's, that's when everything is. popped. That and internally is that when you were aware of it? That's when the confidence wasn't there fully yet, mm-hmm. like like it is now. Mm-hmm. It was still there, but that's when all this shit started fucking that's growing in this shit. You know? Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, Damn, I wish I had another one. <laughs> <laughs> if you want, I'll pause real quick and grab you one. Yeah, I got you, player. Yeah, this is a fucking I got you. Go. So, man, uh, where where did we leave off of? <laughs> Where did we leave off of? Oh, the switch. Work, working, working. Yeah. Triple Crown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, did you struggle in any way uh, when you started, or were were they impressed? They were impressed, but it wasn't a struggle. Like obviously, I wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Like I was good enough to where. Everyone in the town is like, oh, look, he's a good tattoo. Right. I don't know, cheap. Right. You know, yeah. he's, he's nice. He's hella cool. Mm-hmm. He does a good job. But he doesn't do the, sh- the big, crazy shit that I do now. For sure. But, so it was never, it was never a struggle. It was just always listening. It's always just like, hey, Adam, like, I feel like you should do this. Okay, do it. Boom. That's yeah. what, that's where the, the, the impression, like, everyone was impressed by that. Like, you told him that yesterday and he's doing it already. Damn. Like, he's on his shit. Always. Boom. Because, like I said, man, I only apprenticed for three months. There's so much shit that I didn't know mm-hmm. in that mean in the meantime. And a lot of it is just mindset. Like, being an apprentice or being a tattoo artist in general, dude, half the job is showing up mm-hmm. to your workspace and mm-hmm. drawing. Right. Or drawing on people. Mm-hmm. And then the other half is the dedication and to how much you want to how better you want right. to get so i had all that already you know i just didn't have the experience of, of, of an apprentice you know so right. the little shit that they told me i was like all right boom i'm gonna use this tomorrow damn boom like tell me more i was always going into the booth and be like hey so why do you do that or what is that and have you always been like that uh yeah i've always been like now now i'm so busy that i can't i can't really right um the questions that i have are more about Polynesian shit, mm. and I'm not surrounded by Polynesian artists. Right. 
so I don't really have a you know I already gathered all the information I needed from my my employee or my uh, my coworkers, mm-hmm. um, and everyone is you know everyone's kind of separated at my shop like we have our own shit going on so I don't ever walk into the booth anymore mm-hmm. or like as much as I used to when there was only two other people at my shop right. now there's five other people or four wow. four other people you know so um, I don't ask as much questions now because I want to ask questions elsewhere mm-hmm. um, just because so. that, that's uh, what you're looking for yeah I think it's, yeah. A, it's coming soon like very very soon is another growth spurt in my career and uh, I don't have really details, but mm-hmm. there's going to be a growth spurt coming soon. And everyone's going to, you know, you're, you're going to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to place myself in a different environment. Uh, ask more that, questions. You know, I ask my, or ask more questions. Uh, uh, become more uncomfortable. Change shit, you know, up up the, up the my life scale a little bit. Uh, financially, uh, emotionally, uh, ded- everything I'm going to up up the fucking Damn. you know like push the status quo yep, get, yeah. get, a, get a bigger house for my family uh do my best to save more money be around people that are worth being around mm. um tattooing around people that could always teach me shit that's mm. always spilling game in my ear for sure you know because this is where you know that's what i want to do i want to sure. just fucking learn so i'm not doing that right now mm-hmm. i'm just in the same spot just tattooing why is that Mm, because I don't I don't tattoo around people that tattoo the the same way that that do the same environment environment no don't get me wrong though I love my shop I love everybody at my shop I love the owners of the shop Mm -hmm. everyone there does their own shit right and everyone stays in their own shit right and I love that about my shop but also me being who I am I need to learn more yeah. so I'm just fuck like mm. I want more like I want somebody to tell me something this guy's like, hungry as you know, fuck I'm fucking hungry yeah. like teach me something and I fucking everything that I learned about Polynesian has only been this one or two books that's released on Amazon I don't know any more books mm. you know and there's some artists that are in my DMs and that I DM from different states that tell me things wow like this means this this all these all this shit, you know, this is what you're doing wrong. Mm. This is what I see in your Polynesian that needs to be worked on. Mm. I'm like, dude, there's so much that I don't know. And it's almost to the point where, like, fuck, like, I don't want to be the guy that's doing Polynesian and not knowing what everything means. I want, right. and I know a lot about Polynesian. Don't get me wrong. I know more than the average regular Polynesian dude mm. does when it comes to tattoos. But there's so much more that I see, like, these big, crazy artists. And I see that they have a deeper knowledge behind all the meanings and all the stories and uh, the different names because all these the names of the symbols come from different islands right like, there's actual names for this it's not just warrior spears it's not just a, a centipede you know there's names behind this there's actual stories and reasons why mm-hmm. they're called this or why it goes like that and i don't have all the all that knowledge yet mm-hmm. and i know that i don't and uh it it it, it can be a flaw in the shit that i do and it could also be a blessing because right. you know I have that hunger, yeah. which you know exceeds everything. But there's some people out there that are like, "Yo, you're not even poly," right? Because I'm Filipino, right? And I'm Filipino, Korean, and black, so I technically I'm not I'm not Polynesian. Right. So some pe- no artist says this to me, but it's always a lot of clients or just random people that mm-hmm. see the work that I do, and they're like, "You're not even poly." Like, why are you doing poly tattoos? I'm just like, because. Because I fucking love it. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> if it's, you loved it, wouldn't you, you do it too? It dope as fuck. You yeah. know, like, why do fucking black people or white people get Japanese style? They're not Japanese. Right. Yeah. You know, so you, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. 
<laughs> Shit, see? Prime example. <laughs> see? For Fucking sure. koi fish. Yeah. Filipino. Yes, sir. <laughs> but I respect the Japanese art. Mm-hmm. Uh, that shit is dope. Exactly. Are you ever going to dip into that? Or are you strictly... Um, well, My phase right now is Polynesian. Okay. It's going to be like that forever. Okay. I'm going to dip my toes in other shit. Mm-hmm. It's just part of the game. Yeah. But I am a Polynesian tattoo artist. Okay. That's I'm not Polynesian, but I am a Polynesian tattoo artist. That, that's what I do. That's my strong suit. That's where I fucking reside. That's where you fucking. That's where. Love. I, that's where You're I reside. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's my home. So speaking about life earlier, man, uh, you created a family. Mm-hmm. Did that ever interfere or play a doubt in your mind about? Shh, I should probably just get a fucking regular job. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the shipyard, right? All the time. Still, to this day, sometimes? sometimes uh, I don't or? doubt myself. Mm. I know I'm always going to tattoo, but mm. sometimes I'm like, damn, I wish that. Like, fuck. Like, I could change. Luckily, dude, I doubt my doubts. You know, because I am like, fuck, I should, like, fuck, I just want a regular job. You mm. know, and so it's kind of stressful when mm. you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I'm like, you know, I can control everything in my job. I can control my hours. So yeah, actually coming so up coming up in November, I'm switching my hours to regular hours, 9 to 5, Monday, Monday through Friday. Aye. I mean, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. Okay. So I get four days at work on a regular schedule. So I'd be back home early because right now it's 12 to 8. So I'm gone at the most important part of the day. Yeah. When my kids grow, when they're doing shit, Ooh, I'm, I'm gone. Bro. You know, so working this 9 to 5, okay, I could go to work. Or even eight to four, I could just flip right. between those two, Fluctuate. you know. And um, I could come home at a good time, eat dinner with my family, yes, and just relax. Mm-hmm. Other than coming home and going to sleep, or coming home eating super late while the kids are going to bed, and you know I'm just chilling, and then we're going to sleep. So, what would be your advice to someone that's watching this, and, and you know? They got there and so they reached some small success, mm-hmm. and then, uh oh, I'm having a kid. Mm-hmm. Shit. So, what would be your advice for to that? someone about like yeah. about to have a kid, going yeah. about to ex- experience more heavy weight? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's your every reason to fucking go. Woo! Don't even fucking don't even trip off that. If I was to tell somebody uh, or talk to somebody that's having a kid through their success right now, and then that feels heavy on you. Or if anything happens in your life and that feels heavy on you, don't. That's your every reason to get up and do more. Just mm-hmm. fucking. It's gonna be hard. You're gonna sit on your ass and be like, "Fucking want to do this." Right. Get the fuck up and do it. You're gonna be fine. That's the best thing you can do at those times. Mm-hmm. Pick your fucking balls up and do what you got to do ten times more than you ever thought you ever would. Right. You know. That's it. Yeah. It's it's that simple. Cause you could get a job anytime. Yeah. At least give it that nine months of hard grind. Mm-hmm. And then if it doesn't work, do we, if you want to give somewhere up. Else. Yeah. Fuck, you're not you dead. You always pick up a job. Yep. And you got, damn, if you're healthy and you don't do stupid shit, you got about 80 years left in your life to fucking, or maybe 50 or 60. Mm-hmm. If you're in my sure. age group. You got a lot of years to figure this shit out, so you don't have an excuse. Or you could die tomorrow. Right. You know? You don't have an excuse. Mm-hmm. It's either way you gotta do something yes, sir. you know having a kid or, or going through some crazy shit it's not an excuse to but give to, to give up yeah. you know you, you, you'll you feel like it though sometimes there's there's times in my life where I was like fuck I don't even want it I flew off the rails at times I did too much mm. that's where I did too much I got too stressed out and I became crazy don't, don't do that 
just keep going. Yeah. You know, pick your fucking shit up. Know what you have to do. Make a plan and stick to that plan. If that plan doesn't work, find a new plan. Mm-hmm. Always boom, boom, boom. And the, the universe throws curveballs, though. The universe right? always throws curveballs. Uh, how do you deal with them, man? <laughs> the same shit. <laughs> Just the same fucking concept. <laughs> Fuck. My, that plan didn't work out. Time for a fucking new one. Jeez. You know, throw a curveball yeah. right the fuck back. Yeah, it, don't, it really don't stop. It really but doesn't stop. But internally, you got to be grateful. That yeah. is the number one thing that I've always told myself is like, I'm doing all this shit, but let me just take some time to myself first. Let me just back up from all this shit and just thank whatever put me here that I'm here going through this shit because right. nobody else is going to be here doing it for me. Right. I'm going to do it. Exactly. You know, so that's it. You got you to gotta love yourself, man. Like, people got to love themselves more. Mm-hmm. And that, that's the whole thing is like, what are you, you going to tell yourself? How are you going to care yourself? What do you, who are you through this? Right. And that's, that right there is going to determine how you're going to get through these problems or these blessings or, sure. or whatever it is that's in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, when, when you figured out you were having a kid, you definitely like <laughs> turned it up. That, that was your, that was the time to make a decision. I did too much. I like over, dude, I was doing so much shit at the time that I had a kid. And I think it was to keep my mind off the stress. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> me and my girl were, like, always arguing at that time, you know. Shout out to Angel. I love yeah. you. You know, she was a fucking saw. I put her through some shit. Mm-hmm. You know, we put each other through some shit. But at the time we had a kid, we were arguing a lot. And I was just... I was, my thing was fishing. I would just go fishing. Huh. <laughs> like... I wouldn't think about that. <laughs> like, I would just... Bro, I took it... Bro, I fucking took fishing to the next level. <laughs> I was at Sportsman's Warehouse every day buying, like, fucking $500 poles. Bro, like... That was your $1,000 setups, bro. <laughs> like, that was like... Sorry. But I was fucking buying shit and always going fishing. So when my son was born, he was born at an emergency C-section. Damn. And he was... He just... Basically, he died when he was born. Like, Holy he was, shit. He was limp as fuck. And he wasn't breathing for five minutes. Uh. Just... And then I was like, but I knew that he was going to come back. Like, bro, something, I wasn't scared of that. Okay. So fast forward the next day or two, they transferred him over to Madigan in Tacoma. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> my girl was going through it because she was hella scared. And I was fishing. <laughs> <laughs> I was fishing, bro. Just doing too much. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Angel, I'm so sorry. We love you. <laughs> I was fucking. I wasn't doing too much. I was doing what I was not supposed to be doing. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was supposed to be at the hospital, making sure that she's good, just chilling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Doing what I do. Mm. I was fishing. And I was tattooing my ass off. She didn't like that. You know, I was just always not there. Mm. You know, because I was so stressed out. Right. And I was uh, trying to uh, make ends meet further than they already were because you know having kids and uh i took on two stepkids right you know um so like the situation called for it but i could have been a lot more caring Mm -hmm. to my family and i wasn't um and now it's different you know obviously when did you notice that just like a dude i just noticed that because me and angel had a a rough a rough patch Mm -hmm. and we split up for a little bit Mm -hmm. and i did stupid ass shit Mm -hmm. you know and then uh, and then through the time of doing that shit, I was just like, 
what the fuck am I doing? Right. Like, why am I doing this shit? Mm-hmm. Like, everything just hit me. I was like, uh, okay, like, I need to get my shit together, you know, because I didn't have my shit together the whole right. time. And I was lucky to have her mm-hmm. for those two years before the breakup. And I'm lucky to have her now mm-hmm. back together and working right. on these things. Yes. It, it was a very big growth spurt for me. It just, I grew and and I'm still growing. You know, there's still things that I could do better. We're never not growing. Yeah, exactly. There's 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 still things I could do better. Right. And um, man, it was it's 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 stressful being a, a parent to four kids, you know, for a mom while or a dad, chasing while chasing your dream. Yeah. You know, and it's stressful for a mother to be a fa- or a mother to be a mother to four kids by herself. Right. You know, when, or at least that she feels that she's by mm-hmm. herself most of the day. You know, because all day I could talk to my homies, I could talk to everybody that comes in the studio, I'm like, dude, you're doing your shit, you know, yeah. you're always grinding, and then yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I have family at home, yeah. you know, the only reason why I'm grinding this hard is so we can chill in a couple yeah. of years, you know, so, so I don't eat. have to go to work, yeah. you know, so I could spend more time with my family, so I know that Angel would like it better if I'm home more, and right now, I can't be, because in a few years... Like I said, I got big plans, mm-hmm. and this is this is just how it is right now, and uh, that's why I'm changing my schedule around. You know, yeah. uh, I still work the same amount of hours, but it's just at a different time of the day. So now I've learned to balance my family life, my kids, my girl, and then my work life. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're both really heavy that's tight things. To say. Mm-hmm. Balance, keyword. Balance, and um, still working on that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, twenty two years old, I'm not old. Everyone thinks I'm like twenty six, <laughs> twenty seven, twenty eight, or you know, whatever. But I'm only twenty two, and not a lot of twenty two year olds are doing what I'm doing right Damn, now. I'm six years older than you. Yeah, I think I so. You're twenty four. How old are you? Twenty eight. God damn, bro. <laughs> you don't look twenty eight though. You got a good head on your shoulders. Yeah, Blair. man. Yeah. Like, holy I'm, shit. I'm still kind of retarded, like a twenty two year old is. <laughs> I'm fucking. I do stupid ass That's questionable shit. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Like I do stupid shit. Yeah. You know, there's people out there that he's human. I'm a fucking dude. I do stupid shit. <laughs> like I, I fucked up before on you know on people that I love especially. Mm. Yeah. That's usually where my fuck ups go is to people that I love. Mm. Like there's probably a lot of shit. That's you know circulating about me or whatever, mm. and you know, I'm, I'm shit. I fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, what yeah, the fuck am I supposed to say? Exactly. You know, but now I'm up, I'm here now. Yeah, you know, it happened. I'm, I'm doing my fucking thing. You know, and yeah. and uh, I'm excited for everyone to see that, especially my family. Yes, sir. Because this is, dude. Everything now revolves around my family, and my father. That's what it always comes down to. You, you know, my you know the love I have for my father. Like a lot of people know that. A lot of people know yes. that that thing is just, I carry that with me. And now it's my family in there. Mm-hmm. Like my kids and my girl is on that same height inside mm-hmm. my soul. Oh, this Drew mm-hmm. put it, it into back. me in a chess game term. He said, I may not be the king, queen, or whatever other pieces are in the back. I'm a pawn for my family. Mm. I'm the one that's gonna move first, mm, and they're behind me. Yep. And yep. I've never seen something so weak of a value on the board that meant be so, so strong. strong on the other side, on the mm. flip side. It's mm-hmm. so strong, and it gave me chills, and it's giving me chills right now. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, when he broke it down like that, I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" See, that's some real shit. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh, so that's why. Shout out to Drew. Shit, that's like really a, a like. 
a little motherfucker that's yeah. just really got like, that. I'm, I don't want to be the king. Yeah, I don't want to be the king. I'm gonna. My family's behind me, and I'm yeah. gonna zip my shit up, and I'm yeah. gonna face whatever's gonna exactly, be like, no matter bro. what size I am, because my family's behind me, and they're yep. gonna be protected. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh man, I fuck with that. Yeah, when I he said that to that. me, I was like, I fuck with that. I yes, fuck sir. with that. That's fucking dope. Yep. So, um, we're coming to an end to the podcast tonight, and uh, I want you to share a couple like words to someone that's maybe on the trigger of committing to a passion of theirs or willing to invest in themselves to be a better version of themselves. What would you like to say to them? If you are on the verge of committing to a passion, fucking do it. Just do it. Just start. Find the best way how to start it. I can't give you exact guidance, you know, to each his own. I started my way. You know, you got to start your own way, but you got to start somewhere. Don't hesitate. You know, do it however you want to do it. I got friends right now that are in school to pull their trigger. You know, they're doing their part and feel what they need to do to get to where they need to go. I got people that are just picking up the machine and starting tattooing. Yeah. I got people that I know that are just going their own way but they want to do something they're going to do it their way so do it your way do it how you feel like you need to do it and you will learn along the way about how everything needs to be done in your realm whatever you need to do just dip your toes into it open up that door put your foot in the door let your voice be heard poke your fucking chest out talk to people like you mean it mm-hmm. um gather gather the right connections look them in the eyes be straight the fuck up. That's fact right there. That, that's Connections. All. Connections. Know who you need to know. Love those people unconditionally because it's going to come back around. Yes, sir. You know, it doesn't matter if you, if, if oh, I don't trust nobody. Well, who fucking cares? Mm-hmm. You're going to have to pick your fucking balls up. <laughs> pick your fucking balls up. Love what you do. Love everyone around it. And I guarantee you that love's going to come right back around and tap you on the ass. Hell yeah, dude, I couldn't say it any better, man. I guarantee it. For sure. So, I don't know about y'all, but the the things that I picked on on this podcast is, you know, do the extra mile. Go the farthest distance you can until you are proven otherwise. And even that... Fuck that. Yeah, go just harder. keep fucking going. That's this go guy. fucking harder. Yeah, you just... You you only got one life to live. It's so short. You can get thrown a curveball like having a family. But, hey, if you have the right head on your shoulders, you know that you got nine months to fucking hammer it out, dude. Mm-hmm. Hammer it out. So, that's what I picked up from this guy. Um, know your worth as well. Mm-hmm. And, and love the right people and love all of course know other people's words yeah learn 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 about the other people too yes sir you know that's where it's at mm-hmm. you want to do business you're gonna have to mm-hmm. learn about everything around you yes sir all right <clears throat> all right adam <laughs> oh shit thank you for being on the test and talks podcast episode two man and this is for you in appreciation oh for, yeah for what you do what you represent and what you're trying to do which is like inspire people and, and to never stop going, man. So. Oh, thank you, bro. Yes, Appreciate sir. you. Yes, sir. Thank you, homie. Yes, yes sir. sir. Oh, fuck. Yeah, you better get your ass up. <laughs> I'm all lazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's drunk. Just oh, kidding. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, chat, I'll see you all later tonight. Check him out on Instagram. The Shark. No, not the. Just Shark of the Ocean. Shark of the Ocean. No space. All no right, space. Chat. Love y'all.
Love y'all, man.